So how does the Holy Spirit impact us as believers? Today on Life Talks, we're going to be talking about the benefits of the Holy Spirit. We have uh, done two episodes so far. Uh, We've talked about the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. We've talked about the Holy Spirit in the work of salvation. And today we're going into what does the Spirit do once we are believers? I'm Ben. I'm here with Josh, our producer. Dan is here. (laughs) Where is Dan right now? Oh, he's in Colorado. Oh, Nice. He's, I didn't even know that. And he's not smoking anything. I don't, I don't, I, I can, I can, Why? Vouch, I can vouch for that. Okay. <laughs> I think everyone is stunned we're, that we're, Dan Burrell is not smoking pot I in think Denver that, right now. I think now. that honestly, it's, it's funny how when people say I'm going to Denver, there's just this sense of like, yeah. oh yeah, I know why you're there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or I think I know why you're there. Yeah, which, that, and that list is growing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, by the way, I think, I, I don't think I've talked about this, but when my wife and I went out there, a few months ago for our 25th wedding anniversary. We did Colorado. This, yeah, we did the National Park thing, Rocky Mountain, and oh, nice. we did uh, Mount Rushmore and Badlands. It was it was amazing. But, but okay, everywhere I've traveled, it is kind of like the modus operandi to drive at least 10 miles over the speed limit while you're driving. You're risky. Right? <laughs> right? I, mean, that's, I mean, I'm just saying that's typical for most people. If it's 70, I mean, driving around Charlotte, if you're on 45, yeah. it, you're most people are going to go seventy five eighty. Yes. Um, when I was in when I was in Colorado, it was ten to fifteen miles an hour below the speed limit. <laughs> They're all high, and that's They're all, all driving that's, really carefully that's right now. The only thing I could think of <laughs> is that I was on a I was on a highway that was like fifty five miles an hour, and everyone everyone was going forty. And I'm thinking, okay. There's something wrong with these people That's out here. Really and then my wife's like, uh, they're all probably smoking pot. They, so <laughs> it, might, it, it might be. They've done a little bit of research on this. People who are stoned tend to drive a lot better oh. than people who are drunk. You shouldn't do it. No. <laughs> You're not justifying If anything. it was one guy, I'd be like, no, it probably, it's probably like that jerk this morning on the way here in 73 driving 40 in a 55 yeah, yeah. the entire time. Yeah, but if yeah. it's everyone, yeah. then yeah. There's probably, something going on. Anyways, um, we know Dan is is not doing that. But but today, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. And here's the best analogy I can give to the Holy Spirit post-salvation. You fly quite a, I do. often, right? Yep. Yep. Um, have you ever gotten the chance to go to one of those like exclusive lounges. Yeah. Okay. I, not often, but a couple of okay. times. I've, I've gone run. a couple of times. If I'm going to be there for four or five or more hours, uh-huh. then that's when I will pony up the money okay. for that. So you understand that's a, per, it's a different experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It's different. Um, it's very enjoyable. I've done it a few times as yeah. well. And I, I think that's the best picture of what salvation is like post-salvation. It's, it's like this amazing environment where it's like, there's all these blessings, there's all these benefits, right? Hmm. Um, Whereas, you know, you're looking on the outside and you're walking by like that poor sap and the crowd's outside and you just see those sliding doors open, you see the spread, you see all those people in these luxury chairs. You're like, I want to go in there. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's, there's there's this amazing relationship we have with God post-salvation with the Holy Spirit that's like these incredible benefits. And so today on Life Talks, we're going to talk about the benefits of the Holy Spirit post-salvation. Now, we're not going to get into the gifts of the Spirit. We're going to leave that for a whole other episode. So if you're like, why didn't you talk about the gifts? That'll be later. But to set this conversation, 
you gotta go, you gotta really begin with the upper room discourse of Jesus from John fourteen to sixteen. He he says four different times. Okay, he he says there's going to be a helper here. Hmm. It says verse four or chapter fourteen verse sixteen. Jesus says, "I will ask the Father, and He will give to you another helper to be with you forever." Hmm. Uh, Ten verses later, but the helper. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. Later, next chapter, 15, verse six, verse 26. But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And then last one, John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the helper will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. So there's this idea of, in the Greek, it's the word paraclete. And it's interesting, if you look at how other translations translate that that word, um, it's either translated in, in various translations as helper, advocate, counselor, or comforter. Hmm. So when you think about those four words, what's the general idea you're getting from those four words? Helper, advocate, counselor, comforter. What are you? What are your thoughts? Um, like an, the best, like wife assistant <laughs> or, or assistant yeah. or something like that. Like I, the, the comfort is kind of really sticks out yes. to me. Is like very different than the at least the way that I think of God the Father and God the Son. Whether yes. or not that's right or not. Comfort really stuck yes. out when you said this. I love how there's different words that people have translated because I think this is a very broad word. I think hmm. just one English word isn't enough to to really convey its I- idea. But the whole idea is Jesus is saying it's. Be- I think it's one of the most impactful things he says is it's better if I go away. Hmm. If I go away, you're going to get the Holy Spirit. It's better for you. Now we see the difference in the in the apostles. From the moment the, the Holy Spirit comes in Acts chapter 2 and following the rest of the book of, of Acts, you see the difference in these people. Mm. Like Peter is different. That's interesting. Okay? You see Paul is different. When there's these – Philip, there's these people that once the Holy Spirit gets into their life, there's a boldness. There's a courage. There's a power. There There is – there's something about the Holy Spirit coming and dwelling. We talked about that last episode with the Holy Spirit and dwells inside of us. Mm-hmm. And so, man, I think we need to understand fully what this helper, what this paraclete, what this advocate, help, uh, counselor, comforter, what he's doing inside of us, okay? So I, I have written down a bunch of things here. Now, this I don't think this is an exhaustive list. Okay. I think this is a, a adequate list. I'm sure it, we'll get to all of them. In I'm this sure episode. some people are going to be like, well, what about this? What about, <laughs> yeah, I get it. There's going to be a lot of things or not a lot of things, but there's going to be a few things I don't get to. But these yeah. are the things that I would say, if you're a follower of Jesus, there is a promise of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. When he comes to reside in you, hmm. there's, there's going to be a work he does. Yeah. I mean, Jesus even says it. He will lead you into all truth. There's going to be a work that the Spirit of God does. And through the rest of the old, of the New Testament, um, the writers of the New Testament convey what that work is. Hmm. Okay? So I'm just going to go down my list. Yep. And if something pops in your mind or something you want to ask a question, okay. just, just stop me. Sounds okay? good. All right. So first one is... Um, he gives us assurance. Romans six or Romans eight sixteen. It says that the Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So there's always. I mean, 
You grew up in a Christian household. Yes. How many times did you doubt your salvation growing up? Oh, I don't know. Every other week when I got in trouble for <laughs> lying again to get out of trouble because I mean, of a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's there's something about this idea that that there are times when we doubt our salvation. Yeah. And what Paul is saying in Romans 8 is you don't when you feel like you are not sure, the spirit is there to confirm it inside of us. And that I think that's an amazing work that we don't have to convince ourselves. The spirit of God will bear witness to our spirits that we are children of God. Um the second thing is that he teaches us, Ephesians 1, 17, that he is the spirit. I've got a question about assurance. Sorry, I've oh, okay, already had a question. Right. <laughs> okay, so so just, and, and only one, but yeah. uh, but on assurance. So when you said that, I automatically go to thinking about like open-mindedness versus closed-mindedness, because mm-hmm. that's the thing that I talk mm-hmm. about a lot in, mm-hmm. in, in my work. And so I, I feel like an observation that I have been, that I have made is that Christians, especially Christian conservatives, seemingly more often than not are maybe more assured than I want them to be of the things that they yeah. believe. And yeah. so what is that what is the difference between like let's just say let's just say you're, you know, just super, super one hundred percent confident in some some political view. Yeah. Versus the kind of Holy Spirit assurance you're talking about. Okay, that's gonna lead to my next point. Cool. And that is he teaches us or illuminates us. Because it says that he always mm. gives us a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Um we read this, John 14, uh 26, that he will teach you all things and bring you into remembrance. We have to be very careful. And I think you're right. There is something there are things that we are sure of that might be more um, political or maybe more cultural, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I brought this up in my sermon a few weeks ago that there were Christians who aligned themselves with Nazis and aligned themselves with slavery, in, yeah. enslaving black people, Yeah. okay? Yeah. Now, there are also Christians that stood up against that and they testified to the truth. Right. But I, I do think that we as we have to be very aware that there may there may be beliefs that we hold on to that are nowhere aligned that they're yeah. not aligned in scripture. Yeah. And it really requires the Holy Spirit to say, hey, that's that's not what you should be believing. Yeah. And so I think that that's the if we trust that the Spirit's gonna be teaching us, that we have to be actually sensitive to that. Okay. So I've got a follow-up question about that. So is it all right if we split this into yeah. two episodes? Because I already know we're not going to, we're going to, this is what we do every time anyway. Okay. So, so that really stuck out to me because, um, this last year, um, on the way home from, from a speaking thing in, in England, I watched for the first time that Will Smith, um, slavery movie. I'm sure mm. I forget what it's called. Um, but it's relatively recent. It came mm-hmm. out like after the big Chris Rock. Thing. Yeah. This was kind of this big thing. And so I hadn't seen it. And so I watched this movie and I've seen movies about slavery mm-hmm. before. I haven't seen all mm-hmm. of them or whatever. But mm-hmm. at the end of it, I completely broke down. I'm crying over mm-hmm. the credits. My wife has no idea oh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah. And what it was, was there was actually scenes in, in, in the beginning. And I'd never seen this portrayed before. Have, have, have you seen this movie? No. Okay. So... You're on a, they're on a plantation, basically, mm-hmm. all these slaves, and you've got, you know, these horrible, you know, horrible white men yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then I'd never seen this character portrayed before. There's these guys standing up on like, like kind of on like uh, towers or things like where they, they've got like, uh, like little stages yeah. and they're like pastors that are preaching, preaching at these guys, yes. all yes. the slavery verses yes. Yes. and how you are supposed yes. to, and I just lost it. And so I want to understand, Ben, yeah. how is it possible well, that the Holy Spirit was not doing whatever it needed to do? Well, I think it, what those, that's an illustration of, like I think it's, that's an illustration of man's wickedness and sinfulness. It's not, yeah. it's not a, it's not a illustration of the Holy Spirit's 
I, I think there's a hardness of heart. Like even in yeah. the movie on Harriet Tubman that came out a couple of years ago, they, they showed a pastor Sunday going up there and what was he doing? He was teaching obey your masters. Right. Okay. So if, if I remember going to the Bible museum about five years ago yeah. or three or four years ago, and they had the Bible there that was called, I forget what it was called, but it was a slave's Bible that they would give to slaves and it took out like the book of Exodus. Anything that had to, they took out oh, every gosh. verse that had to do with freedom. Yeah. They cut it out. You thought Thomas Jefferson's Bible was bad. This is way <laughs> worse. So I think that one of the things we have to remember is this is more of a reflection of the the wickedness and the depravity of man to usurp in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, doing something very evil. Yeah. Okay. So, because we know that if we have the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us in the truth, they're going to confront us. The reason why those people were able to hold on to their their corrupted, perverted beliefs is because they didn't really believe the gospel. I mean, from the very beginning, I think one of the things like, I think the book of Philemon, when it comes to slavery, sets the trajectory of why slavery eventually became obsolete in the Roman Empire. How so? Because what Paul was saying was, you can treat him, you can continue to, you know, I'm sending back, you know, uh, I'm writing to Onesimus, Philemon, he's, he's come to know Christ, um, but you can continue to treat him like a slave, but he's more to you than a slave. He's a brother. I want you to treat him the way you would treat me. And in that moment, he's giving the owner the freedom to say, you can do this. You have the complete freedom yeah. to operate within the cultural bounds of your, of your, of your, cult, you know, of your yeah. environment. Okay. Now you're free to, you're free to do that. But I, he said also, yeah. you have a higher calling to your life to not treat him like a slave anymore. Treat him like a brother. And you, and he basically, Paul's like, you owe me. And so, again, he, it's it's not a twisting of arm. It's just basically like, hey, you can do whatever you want. I'm just yeah. reminding you. Yeah. Th- th- there's a there's a higher calling on your life. And if you really treat, if you, you know, punish him and treat him like a slave, you're missing the gospel. Would you agree that back when the word slavery is being used in places like that, that at least for uh, people in America, we often kind of confuse that and kind of think of, the kind of slavery we were just talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, you believe it's more like of an indentured it's, servant, it's, servitude so, thing? It's, it's very different in a number of ways. Number one, it was not primarily um, racial or ethnically yeah. driven, That's okay? Um, number two, slaves could earn their freedom. Yeah. I mean, th- there was potential, and there were, the slaves had more rights than yeah. the the American version of slavery, yeah. okay? Um, so, so there, there are some definite things that are, that are differences. Um, but I do believe that eventually, I mean, even within the Bible in the old Testament, when there was slavery, it was like, it's not forever. It's every seven years or every, you know what I mean? Like there's these seven years, year of Jubilee that you set everyone free. You release them of their debts. This was not, that, that was not there. So, so anyways, going back to the spirit, like when people pervert the gospel, we know there's not a connection to the whole, the Holy Spirit's not there. Yeah. Now we'll get into the weeds like, well, why there's the differences of interpretations on secondary issues. Isn't sure. the Holy Spirit, what I would say is the Holy Spirit is there to make sure that the primary things are there, the orthodox things. Hmm. We can agree to disagree on a lot of things. Yeah. 
And I know when we get into heaven, we're all going to be playing, see, I told you, see, I told you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sh- there's not going to be anyone that gets to heaven that's like, I got it all right. <laughs> right. I just know that. Right. There's, we're all not going to get there. But um, so, so, but that was a good conversation. Thanks. I do think that there is a, at the end, to begin this conversation, I think that what we have to remember is there needs to be a sensitivity of the Holy Spirit inside of us that says, God spirit within me, show me, teach me, lead me, that that all of these works of the Holy Spirit are going to be stunted if we are not in a position to yeah. say, form me into the image of Jesus. Yeah. Okay? So it doesn't matter. I All these theological works that we could, I mean, I've only gotten two out of like 11. So yeah, there's going to be a second episode <laughs> yes, here. Yes, there will. <laughs> but... I think the most important thing that we've got to ask ourselves is, am I allowing the work of the Spirit? Yeah. Because remember going back to Philippians 2, where it says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Mm-hmm. There's a working out, doesn't mean you work for your salvation, but there's a working out of your salvation. Mm-hmm. And the Spirit, I, th- I think when, it, when, the, when Paul says, and it's God who works in you, I believe that's the, that's the person of, of God and the Holy Spirit. It's God who's working in us. It's the spirit of God who's working in us. He, it's, that's like his, that's his job. That's his role is like, okay, spirit, you've got this person and the, you've got all these people and your job is to conform them into the image of Jesus. And Ooh. so one of the things that I think you and I both, any Christian w- waking up this morning, when we wake up in bed, we know there's a guarantee that the spirit of God, the paraclete that Jesus promised is working. He is not stagnant. He is not um, taking a day off. Now, there might be days we do not feel it, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean that he's not, he is always working. Yeah. He's always, 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 always working. And so just these two works that we talked about, this assurance of God, and then the teaching and the illumination of the Spirit these are things that are ongoing. That's why yeah. we, like what we talk about every single morning uh, or every single Sunday, we, you know, we have these banners in our, in our sanctuary that say, God, help us to hear from you today through your spirit and through your word, because mm. you can get the word up there and it's not going to go anywhere without the spirit. Uh, see, I've got questions now. I don't even <laughs> we don't have time for the other questions. But I'm going to um, start writing notes. Because there's something about, there's something about, I've known of non-believers who have written commentaries who can exegete the text, the biblical text well, and declare this is what it means. Huh. That's interesting. It's very interesting that they're able to to dissect and say, this is the these, these are the true statements of what the Bible means and what its interpretation is and what the applications are, but have no regenerative heart that says, oh, I need to do this. Yeah. How do so? How do the people test it though? Because as soon as this like it's talking about like I I I'm all about the Bible. I'm like okay, learn whatever you can for the yeah. Bible. That's great. Yeah. And I get a little bit concerned on the Holy Spirit thing because I've just seen I've so many Christians do that thing of like you know God called me to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Africa I next think week. And I think don't. it's very easy to blame the Holy Spirit for our stupidity. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um. You know, we get one of the things I've learned, and this is just great advice. If you ever sense God is is leading you through the spirit to do something, to say something, I always say, all right, 
I need a little bit more confirmation. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And yeah. every time I have asked for God to confirm it, whether through a providential, uh, God, through, and he'll do it through his either his word, through a providential experience, or through another another human being. Like there was just a, a something in my life um, a while back where I was contemplating something and like just this guy gets up and starts preaching the sermon and it was like, have you ever heard thought like, oh my gosh, he's preaching to me. Like yeah. everything he's saying oh, feels yeah. like it is like God yes. specifically saying, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And I remember that thinking, okay, God, it was a confirmation. I had I had I had some other things I could point to and say I felt like the spirit of God was leading me to do this but then it was a confirmation and I think that we, it, there's nothing wrong with saying God I need I need to know a little bit more I, I this is a big step of faith and he will illuminate us he will give us I mean that prayer Ephesians 1:17 when Paul says I pray that he would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation that's a great prayer to pray God, I need greater wisdom, mm -hmm. okay, to, to to understand, to distinguish what's right and wrong, and revelation. Like I need to know it. Yeah. I need to know it and discern it. So I think those are two things that that we all need, and the Spirit gives that to us. So, anyways, um, the well, part two yeah. will be <laughs> you're getting ready now that we've talked about one, these eleven two, things. Three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> I'm sorry, we, I've got seven more things to talk about. Let's do it. Let's All right. Do it. Okay. Wait. Thank you again for joining us on Life Talks. Hey, share this episode with a friend. You know, one of the things that we'd love for you to do, it doesn't take much, but go on the review, whether you listen to us on you know, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Like us and review us, because if you review us, it helps other people see this. Share us on Facebook or Instagram or whatever your social media usage is, um, because I, if you've been blessed by this, we want to be this to be a blessing to others. Share this uh, with your friends. Um, but again, thank you for joining us in this conversation on the Holy Spirit. We will, I promise you, finish it next time. We'll talk to you next time at Life Talks. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. Life Talks is a ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit lifecharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.